and welcome back to another episode of the Twin Peaks podcast. My name is Dan. My name's Nicole. And this is a movie-based podcast where we talk about two films based on the theme. This week our theme is Amazon versus Netflix movies and we're talking about Stowaway and The Tomorrow War. After that we'll announce the theme for the next episode and the final section is... Stip- oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, I was about to sneeze. No, was, <laughs> oh, you sneeze. Could I come at a more perfect time? If I was there, I'd blow pepper into your face. Like in the cartoons. Do I have, no, I don't even have pepper at my place. You I don't bought, have pepper? No. How do you it, not have no, pepper? How do you survive have, without putting pepper have, on your... I don't have salt or pepper. I've got like some like Middle Eastern spice milk mix that I bought. Of course you have. <laughs> I, only, I only consume international spices. Yeah, it's kind of like a Moroccan spice. Well, my name's Dan, your name's Nicole, and you've got some Moroccan spices. Uh. Um, I went to Brisbane over the weekend and um, stayed with one of my colleagues and we, uh, yeah, it was lovely. Went to Mount Kutha and um, there's a nice view of Brisbane from up there, but they've got these beautiful botanic gardens at the bottom. So check that out and... Went to a wine bar with her and we watched Free Guy, which was, um, yeah, it was a bit of fun. Have you Fancy. S- have you seen Free Guy? No, but I've been to a wine bar. Oh. It was good, but they were playing jazz. You don't like jazz, Dan? No. How was Free Guy? It was good. It was it was funny. I mean, it's not like, it's not like going to blow your mind, but it's like, you know, Ryan Reynolds, his typical Deadpool comedy and um, Taika Waititi's in it as well. I enjoyed it. I would recommend watching it. And then um, me, so Kelly and Maddie, who listen to this show, there's two girls that I um, I work with. Oh, yeah. So hello to Kelly and Maddie. They've never worked in the film industry. They've worked on animations before but never on, like, you know, being being able to go on set and, you know, see the actual filming, and I asked our unit line manager and I asked the COVID team, I'm like, is it okay? And they said it was okay. So um, we went to one of the sets on Wednesday and they had an ice cream truck. They actually got to go into the director's tent and see a couple of takes of um, what was happening. Yeah, it was really nice. It was kind of a, like, the crew went over the top for us because I feel like Everyone looks at the accountings team and think that we're really boring and stuff, but not so much on this team, I don't think. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Did they play the um, ice cream yeah. song? As, <laughs> as they were recording. <laughs> God. <laughs> How annoying. Oh. Have you you've been on have you been on, have you been on set before when while they were shooting? Not while they were shooting, no. Mm. Um, I'm trying to put on the, the tomorrow, tomorrow in the background. Yeah. Just type Where's it, it in. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, or click on yeah. But it's yeah, so just long it on the PlayStation. You have to just go type the, in the tomorrow. Tom and Jerry. Should we put Tom and Jerry? <laughs> is Tom and Jerry? Oh, Oh, I'll I buy it, it for eight quid. Fuck off. Oh. <laughs> Where's the Tomorrow War? Oh, yeah, it's, there. it's the next one up. There we go. <laughs> it was the second one, wasn't it? There we go. Oh, look. Resume. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, resume oh, from yeah. wherever you're watching it from. The end. I finished it. Oh. There, there it is. Go. It's on in the background now. Um, 
managed to get to the cinema. Sarah and hey. I, we walked down to the a local cinema and we watched mm-hmm. Candyman. Is it's, it a um, remake or is it? Um... Yeah. yeah, sort of. It's like, uh, no spoilers, but like it's sort of like a remake stroke reboot of the 90s film. And I watched the, the 90s film recently. It's a really good movie, but I really, really liked the new one. I thought it was really good. It was really, it was quite slow, mm-hmm. but I thought that it was paid off well at the end. I could understand if if some people come out of it and they're like, that was a bit dull. But wow. uh, I thought it was good and tense. And yeah, I'm looking forward to get, give, watching it again, actually, so I can do another assessment. But definitely a hard recommend on that one, mate. Should I watch the first one first, though? Or it doesn't really matter? Yeah, I would say yes. I would. It's, a very, it's done very well in that it's a reboot. But it is, I definitely think it's a direct sequel also. I suppose that's a little bit of a spoiler, really. Oh, fuck it. I'll have to put, I'll have to put spoiler warning for Candyman. Anything <laughs> could be a spoiler. You just don't know, do you? You don't know what yeah. people's perception is. Um, what have you been watching? Been trying to finish off The Crown. I'm almost Crown. finished. The Crown. I've almost finished uh, season three. And I watched season four last year when it came out. I. What are your thoughts on the Crown, Dan? <laughs> I've never seen it, mate. What do you mean? Uh, well, look, did... I know what you're getting at. We were talking earlier that <laughs> <laughs> I started watching the Crown. I watched ten minutes of it, and it was horrible. And I turned it off because it just it was getting right up my nose. What a, was it? The first episode that you were trying to watch, or yes. The one with Matt Smith and he's getting married to the Queen. Oh, right. Season two, I think, is probably my favourite season so far. Maybe. What's that about? What's the what's the setup in season two? Because um, I feel so season... I feel like maybe I should just dive into a different season, maybe well, one that's more interesting than a marriage. Well, it's always about their marriage in a way. Oh, fuck off then. Like certain certain things that happen and blah blah blah. Um, season two, uh, Philip goes on, he does a tour on his own and he actually, there's a, there's a point that he goes to Antarctica and you, how they do the footage in that, I quite, uh, enjoy that. And he comes to Australia, um, and there's a bit of a scandal as I think that's part of the reason why he has to head back. Surely not. Uh, scandal in the royal families. I don't know what you're talking about. You said it, mate. Um, if the yeah. algorithms are listening, you said it. <laughs> Not me. I've got one more film to talk about. It's called Bad Milo. Have you ever heard of this? Bad Milo? What is it about? Honestly, I think it's the best film I've ever seen about a monster that lives in a man's anus. What? <laughs> a monster that lives in someone's anus? Yeah. Like... In someone's anus or Uranus, like the planet? In someone's rear excrement disposal yeah. area. Interesting. Yeah, it's 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 very funny. It's uh, it's obviously it's a comedy. It's very silly. It's not. Uh-huh. Uh, I suppose the premise sounds a little bit like it would belong on Stitch Up, but it's genuinely very funny, and uh, I thought yeah. it was quite good. I gave it like a three point <laughs> five on on Letterboxd. I found oh, it very interesting. It's actually not bad. <laughs> I'd recommend yeah. it, mate. Like I said, it's the, the best movie I've ever seen about a monster that lives in a man's anus. 
Mm. And I stand by that. I will fight anyone to the death that, that, that says otherwise. All right. So shall we move on to section two? Yes. Let's move on. What do you have for me? Dan? Oh, yes. Well, I'm glad that you asked because it's about streaming platforms, our thing. Amazon, Netflix, oh, yeah. very well-known streaming platforms. So it's kind of a quiz with that theme. So I've got 10 questions for you. Okay. But the last five are like quick fire. So it's okay. like five questions and then five sort of yes or no questions. Right. Uh, or true or false, if you like. Or 50-50, name yeah. your game. Uh, Cluedo. Yeah. <laughs> Monopoly. Scrabble. Scrabble. Mousetrap. Ooh, mousetrap. That's a good one. Ooh. Cards Against Humanity. Mm. Mousetrap. I think I've got that at home somewhere. Trivial Pursuit. Red Flag. You're making that up. That's a good. That's a, no, red that's a, flag. You're just saying random words. Red flag. <laughs> it's a, um, motorbike it's a game. It's a card game that. <laughs> motorbike game. Phone game. Speaking of. <laughs> speaking of not having my phone on silent, I'm going to put my phone on silent. Jesus. It's gone off twice already. <laughs> yeah, um, do you reckon? <laughs> um. Red flag. It's a card game that you're you're supposed to create a perfect per- human for. You like it's going to be your your perfect date. So you'd be like, so this person has he is Legs. part of the royal family. He has a Mercedes, but he's got a green toe. And then you all go around, and then, <laughs> and then you all go around. <laughs> And then the person who it's supposed to be their date has to choose the perfect the perfect guy, and whoever does wins. It's kind of like Cards Against Humanity in that aspect. Well, but yeah, there's some really weird. It's like these are the two good things, but his arms are made of quavers. That would be a good thing, actually. <laughs> but but speaking of speaking of games and shenanigans, I've got. I've got 10 questions for you. So are you ready for some questions? Mm -hmm. So starting with number one, who owns Amazon? Is it A, Jeff Bezos? Is it B, Jeff Goldblum? Or is it C, Jeff Garlin? Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Correct. It was one of the Jeffs. Nicole is correct. It was one of the Jeffs. It was a very Jeff-centric question, wasn't it? <laughs> right, question number two. Who founded Netflix? Oh, yeah. Was it Reed Smoot? Was it Reed Hastings? Or was it Reed Richards? I should know this question. It's not the first one. B or C? What's, what was B again? B was Reed Hastings. And get... I would just clarify that I did not know this before oh, okay. I, I wrote these questions. I listened to a podcast and they were talking about the guy who created Netflix and how, how the name came about. I think it's B. I think it's B. You gave me your gut. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I was like, are you hinting for me to go for C now, Dan? No, you don't get any hints. Right. Question number three. Amazon acquired MGM earlier this year. 2021 if you're listening in the future but how much did they pay was it 12.96 billion was it 8.45 billion was it 12 trillion 
Was it a zillion or did Jeff Bezos win it by betting that he could fit his entire body into a tin of beans? What were the first two? Because it's definitely one of the first two. (laughs) (laughs) A A was 12.96 billion and B was 8.45 billion. It was Amazon's second biggest ever acquisition. What is it? Higher or lower, isn't it? Let's go with A. You're going with A, 12.96 billion. I feel like that's way too fucking high. Let's go with B. Let's go with B. No, I have to take your final answer. I have to to take your first answer. Fuck, I fucked it up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm giving you a tick. Yay. Because I'm feeling generous. What was it? Um, What was it? Question. Yeah, it was B, 8.45 billion. It was B. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. You, that weren't your gut. You said 12.96 billion. No, but then I was like, oh, no, that doesn't that doesn't feel right. <laughs> when you said it out loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Where's the tomorrow war up to? <laughs> oh, they're, <laughs> they're sitting around. They're sitting around in the... Uh, they're having a bit of a, the a chat. Center. Oh, that's actually quite a sensitive scene. Yeah. It's a good scene. Good movie. Yeah. Right, question number four. <laughs> <laughs> the Tomorrow War. Brilliant. The Tomorrow War wasn't an Amazon original movie. Mm-hmm. They happened to acquire it from another studio. Mm-hmm. Um, do you oh, want a multiple yeah. choice or do you know this? I think it was from Paramount. Is that right? That's correct. Hmm. I only just read that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's been doing their research. Right. Question number five. Extraction is a movie distributed by Netflix and starring your fellow Aussie, Chris Hemsworth. But what was Chris Hemsworth's mm-hmm. character name in that movie? Was it A? Oh, <laughs> was it A, Tyler Fake? Was it B, Tyler Rake? Or was it C, Tyler Take? What was A? Tyler Fake. I'm going to go with C. Tyler Take? What was B? You've just, take, right? <laughs> You've just gone with C. You've just gone with C. What's what's all this nonsense? Let's just go with C. <laughs> yeah, you said C. <laughs> and it's not. It's B. It's Tyler Rake. Damn it! That was five questions. So as I said before, the last five are quick fire. So I'm going to say a movie to you, and you have to tell me whether it's an Amazon movie or a Netflix movie. Netflix. Okay, that's smart. Cool. Cool. Right, so the first one, Without Remorse. I'm thinking Prime. Okay. I'm going to go with Amazon Prime. That is correct. Yay. Next one, iBoy, Netflix or Amazon. iBoy. 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 Hey, boy. Hey, boy. Hi. I'm going to go with Netflix. Correct. Set your ass on fire. Next one. The Babysitter. Netflix. Yes. Two more to go. Cool. Sound of Metal. Mm, Amazon. Yeah. Last one. Last one. Last one. 
Bird Box. Netflix. Yes. That's with Sandra Bullock. It is with Sandra Bullock. Have you seen it? I tried to watch it, but the movie said I had to be blindfolded and I didn't see the rest of the movie. <laughs> is, it, is it good? What happens? I, I don't think I don't think I've watched it. So you I haven't seen it either. <laughs> so this is welcome to us not talking about Bird Box. <laughs> right, so that was the quiz. You did you did quite well, mate. You did you did really well. Yeah. Nine out of ten. I didn't get ten out of ten though. Uh, I was just, nine out of ten is good. You, I know you got ten and you got a full six on the last quiz. I was hmm. just like, oh. Really want to do the same. Yeah, but I there had were more questions. You had more questions, but question number five you got wrong, so you wouldn't have got even if it was six. You wouldn't have got. Just saying, you wouldn't have got six. Just saying. All right. But yeah, no full house is is rare. It's rare, so it will come around one day, and it will be a glorious day. Um, right. I. What think, should we start with? I think going on to our movies that we should start with Stow Away. Get it out of the way. Okay. Stow away. Stow away. It came out in 2021. It was directed by Joe Penner. Tagline on Letterbox reads: "Millions of miles from home, survival comes with sacrifice." It's 117 minutes long. It was a little bit on the long side. When I put it on, I was like, "Oh, it is. It's a bit longer than Both I thought." Both of our films were kind of long. It was a long week, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a long one. Um. The synopsis for Stowaway reads, a three-person crew on a mission to Mars faces an impossible choice when an unplanned passenger jeopardises the life of everyone on board. It stars Anna Kendrick as Zoe, Daniel Day Kim as David, Shamir Anderson as Michael, and Tony Collette as Marina, the commander. The basic setup of Stowaway is that there's three astronauts blasting off into space on their way to Mars. They've got enough oxygen for two people, but for some reason they put three people on board. And then um, they all of a sudden they find a stowaway, hence the movie title, Stowaway. I, I, I enjoyed this film. I enjoyed it. I yeah, did. Same. I did enjoy it, but it was stupid. It was... It was there in was, what way? Um, just in, like the minute you begin questioning what's going on... Mm. You, you just pick it apart. And I'm not saying that, t- that you can't pick apart the Tomorrow War because you can. But like, can I feel like, <laughs> yes, exactly. But in this movie, I feel like they, they set set it up quite well in that they've got limited oxygen. Um, mm-hmm. And they kind of had this discussion about, oh, now we've got a stowaway. We've got to get rid of him because we can't get to Mars. And so you have to put aside your, you know, your assumptions that a space a billions of dollars spent on a space mission that they're not going to have mm-hmm. additional air or clean air um so you, yeah. that's what i mean by you can't like pick it apart and there's a stowaway like how is there how did he accidentally get locked in because at the start i was convinced that oh he's on there for some nefarious reason like dr smith in lost nah. in space like he's going to sabotage the yeah. mission or something but it's not but i do i did so that's what I enjoyed. I enjoyed that it didn't end up becoming what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, and like people going a bit mad and losing their minds and trying to murder each other. Like I thought it was going to go in that mm. direction. It didn't. And I liked that. I, I questioned yeah. this on my first viewing. I, I only watched it once, right. but then I, 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 thought about it a, <laughs> I thought about it a lot. And maybe that's why, because when I enjoyed it, I got to the end of the film and I was like, oh, I quite enjoyed that. But the more I think about it, the mm. more it's kind of annoying me. 
because they did have scientists on this. Like, like they they did some back and forth with the screenplay, and they sent it around to scientists. And but the what I researched or what I found out is a general consensus is that yeah, it would definitely never happen this way. Like you'd have a fail safe for this, you'd have a fail safe for that. I think because I thought the cast was quite good and the story sort of went along quite quickly, it sort of kept me entertained. But yeah. I would have. I, it wasn't the movie that I thought I was going to get. And also, like, if I would have stuck with the shall we kill him, shall we not narrative, I might have enjoyed that a little bit more, I think. You are evil, Dan. No, I just think Let's it's an interesting discussion. No, 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 I'm yeah. saying that's the interesting discussion. It's like, is it more important? Because mm. it's about the mission. So they're going to Mars to 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 grow some flowers uh, so that potentially humans could live on there one day. So is it yeah. worth one person's life? to sacrifice one person's life for that mission to potentially give humans a chance to live on another planet. If this one goes mm. to shit, you know, can't see that ever happening. So what did you reckon on this movie, mate? I, I enjoyed it. I was captivated throughout this whole film. The final, the final 20 minutes where Anna Kendrick's character, Zoe, her and I think it's Michael, they, they, as we were saying before, that their air supply is on the other side the ship and they go to um they're filling up some tanks and I'm like this is running really smoothly and I was just feeling anxious at that point because I I was like this something's gonna happen and I just don't know what's gonna happen and all of a sudden there's this like what it what was it exactly it's like some sort of um toxic windstorm and that hence why they had to head back to the ship do you remember radiation Radiation, that's the word I'm thinking of, yeah. So they fill up one tank, but the other tank is half getting filled, but they leave that tank and then they head back. They're just about to get back to the the ship and Zoe drops the air tank and I was just like, I just felt so sick in that scene. Um, But I feel like with every... Space movie, there always has to be someone that sacrifices themselves and that's kind of how it ends with someone sacrificing their life. It was obvious that she was going to sacrifice herself. They sort of signposted it at the beginning because uh, they did that voiceover thing at the start where Anna Kendrick's character, Zoe, she says, oh, I was one in 10,000 applicants and I'm going into space because it will give my life meaning. And I sort of knew straight away that she was going to be the one to die. And then they replayed yeah. that that voiceover at the end of the movie as well right to, to sort end, of bookend yeah. it. And um, so it was it was the, the ending ultimately was predictable, but I enjoyed it enough because of the actors, I think, and the fact that it just kept moving. But after I finished it and I started thinking about it, it just it annoyed me. I probably would have rather have been watching Interstellar or, or Two Thousand and One. Oh yeah, um, I really Gravity. enjoyed Interstellar. I haven't seen Gravity for a while. I, I've only seen that once. Oh, yeah, I watched that in the cinema. I think I've watched all of those three space movies in the cinema. Obviously not this one because it went straight to Netflix. But, yeah, Interstellar definitely stands out. And then I guess The Martian, he was trying to crow potatoes on the moon, right? Is that what The Martian's about? <laughs> potatoes on the moon, yeah. It was, it, Is it on the moon or was it on Mars? It was on Mars. It was on Mars. It was on Mars. <laughs> He wanted to grow potatoes on Mars because he wanted to science the Mars. shit out of it. Yeah. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Space movie, stowaway. Uh, it was fine. It was fine. 
it, I, I don't know if I'll be in a rush to watch it again. I quite enjoyed the sequence where they were outside the ship and they were sliding down the poles. As silly as I found it all, it was it was all right. But I just thought that they didn't need to go out of the ship and they could have just, just carried on discussing the moral dilemma of how much is a person's life worth. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, it was pretty sweet when Anna Kendrick slid down that pole. I thought that was great. Um, yeah. Six out of ten for me, mate. Oh, okay. I'm going to give this a seven out of ten. I mm. didn't mind this film. I feel like I would watch it again. And I would. it would be something that my family would watch, which is it's very rare for something that we would all enjoy together. Because I, I usually like some really quirky films, like, <laughs> like the Swiss Army Man. They give me yeah. so much grief on that film. But, yeah, I think I would watch this again. Can't you watch uh, Interstellar with them instead? Or Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers, never seen before. Oh, fuck's sake. So you're going to get this on the podcast. So you're at a seven for Stowaway. I'm at six. Yes. Uh, We briefly mentioned Starship Troopers there, which is kind of a nice segue. I know you said you haven't seen it, but The Tomorrow War, it's derivative of so many movies. And Starship Troopers is is one of them. Um, So, (laughs) shall we talk about The Tomorrow War? Sure. It came out in 2021. It was 138 minutes long. (laughs) It's a long movie. It was directed by Chris McKay. The tagline on Letterboxd reads, The fight for tomorrow begins today. And a synopsis reads, An ordinary family man named Dan Forrester is recruited by time travellers from 30 years in the future to fight in a deadly war against aliens. And we picked that synopsis apart last week, so we don't really need to do that this time. Mm-hmm. But it stars Chris Pratt as Dan Forrester, Yvonne Strahovski as Romeo Command, J.K. Simmons as Slade, because he's Slade like Blade, and any other yeah. macro-sounding <laughs> word you can think of. And, uh, and Betty Gilpin as, um, does that say Emmy? I think it says Emmy. I can't quite see from here. You've got your glasses on. Yeah, so The Tomorrow War, it was on my choice of movies. You chose it from my three Mm. picks. Uh, It had a budget of $200 million, and Amazon acquired it for $200 million. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Future Soldiers, Future Soldiers, Nick, they come back. They come back in time, 30 years, exactly 30 years. They can only come back to a fixed point in time because of science reasons. There are many things going on in this film. Like I was picking apart Stowaway earlier, but like there's no justification for picking apart Stowaway when you've got a movie like The Tomorrow War. But this was just pure entertainment for me. This was pure popcorn movie. Put this movie on on a Friday night, have a beer. And just enjoy it. Is there's a lot of quips in it? I didn't in, mm-hmm. appreciate all of the jokes. It was there was some joke. I feel like there it was it was very long. So I feel like you could cut this down. And there's a lot that you could cut out and tighten it up. This would be a much cleaner film. Yeah. But yeah. I'm really happy that I got to see the full director's cut before you see the theatrical cut for once. That was a novel experience for me because I feel like. Uh, oh, I so 
I don't know if this that's, is the that's, director's cut. Uh, no, I don't know if that's true, but like because it's so long, I don't feel like this movie would have been that long if they'd released it in theaters because it's right. it's a popcorn summertime sort of film. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they could have mm-hmm. easily chopped out twenty minutes of this and made it a nice yeah. two hour epic uh, with some funny lines in it and some ridiculous sci fi action. Um, endless bullets. They had endless bullets. They had fighty aliens. They had people being dropped in the future from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to fight the aliens. I thought it was great. What's not to like? So I'm sensing that you maybe have a different opinion on this movie than I. I was so I I put this on straight after I I came home after getting my vaccine because I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to ease into my day. Just gonna take it easy, and I put this on, and I was thinking it's gonna be more like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's gonna be a bit of comedy. It's gonna be a bit of action. It's gonna be a bit of fun. It was all of those things. It was, but not as I thought it was gonna be more, a lot more funnier. It was a, a more serious action film. But yeah, I didn't. I wasn't as captivated, and I don't feel like I would watch this film again anytime soon. Interesting. See, mm. I'm just about to go on Google and find out where I can buy it on Blu-ray because I had just as much oh, fun really? the time around as I did the first time around. I thought it was great. It's ridiculous. They're just dropped into battle. They're like, there you go. They're like 24 hours notice. <laughs> like, go on, get in the fucking... Now you got to go and fight some aliens. All right, what do the aliens look like? We're not fucking telling you. All right, what weapons have we got? Yeah, you have that. Where are we going? Just stand in that room. Is it going to be safe? <laughs> Probably not. But we'll, what we'll do is we'll beam your corpse back to the past in case you die. Yeah. They didn't have enough training because I think it was just like last minute. They were supposed to train for like a full seven days, but then that got cut short. Is that right? Yeah. No, they had 24 hours notice. They had seven days in the future. Oh. They had seven days right. in the future and then they automatically get beamed gotcha. back. Mm-hmm. They get beamed into the future when it's the day of the Sabbath, when the aliens are sleeping. So it's safe. I said it was derivative of uh, Starship Troopers. It is. It's got some aliens in there. It's got some the thing. I would argue, particularly with the third act, um, and that's also like I think I mentioned this before when I first brought up this movie is that at the, at the end, at the third act, there's like a whole another thing that happens, and they go and find where the aliens we're living for a bit they were just chilling mm. they were just chilling in a in a tundra yeah and they go in the present day and they go and they go and uh, kill them all and even that's stupid like like the first time around i was thinking why aren't you just well what number one why don't you just immediately stab them all with the uh the virus thing you've created and number yeah. two you blew up the entire ship with c4 when there was just one alien outside why didn't you just <laughs> Blow up the entire the ship thing. without going into the ship at all. Ugh. But it was fun. <laughs> it, was, it was, and I laughed, but, and I, I thought it was great. What, I'm interested to your opinion on the the father daughter scenes within this film. Did you did you care of it or not really? Nah, not really. No, nah. I, I, I sort of, I, I. I I know I did think first of all that oh that's definitely his daughter as soon as she came on screen. Mm, but then for yeah, some reason in that scene, like 
she was obviously directed to act like she didn't know that that was her father. So I wasn't sure, but like I had a pretty good mm-hmm. hunch. Um, so they sort of tried to throw you off the scent there. But yeah, I didn't, I mean, I just wanted it to get back to the action. I didn't really care about that. I enjoyed all of the endless supplies of ammunition. I enjoyed the red smoke. I enjoyed the grenades. I enjoyed the axes for the aliens' heads. I enjoyed the music. I thought the sound. I thought the score was excellent. And I, actually, I looked up the score earlier, and it's by a, a film composer called Lorne Balf, and he's um, scored a few, a few of my favourite soundtracks recently, actually, and fast becoming one of my favourite uh, film composers. And that probably adds a lot for me. Like the sound always does, and the scores always do for me. So I think give me a good action sequence, a little quip, and a good a good score. And that does a lot for me. And you can be as silly as like. And the only thing I wish that they'd had in this is a car chase, but I suppose you can't really car chase. Can't really have that Yeah. I reckon Fast and Furious Ten is going to be aliens, so but we might possibly see that. <laughs> it's got to be aliens. That's the next logical step. Did you watch all the behind the scenes stuff that they had on Amazon for this for this movie? No, I didn't know there was any. Yeah, um, if you go, if you click in, they show they had a bit of a um, chat about the whites. Is it the whites? Uh, the white stripes. Seven mission army I'm, I'm, hold me back. I'm looking at my um, my notes and it says white spice. I'm like, no, that doesn't sound right. No, that's your Moroccan <laughs> spices again, isn't it? <laughs> so they, apparently, they drew about. A hundred different versions of this white stripe uh, creature, and they were like, which I've I found that I found that four minutes of watching that video more interesting than the actual movie. So, oh burn. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like you know how how it moves, it kind of moves like maybe like a cheetah kind of thing, or like how. Um, so they got different different aspects of this creature from like movement kind of thing from actual animals. No, no animal looks like this creature. Just putting that out there. Not that we know of. Not that we know of. No, that's very true. And I think they also got some ideas from maybe some video games or some sci-fi creatures that have been out there before. So Aliens. I found that type. Of- Aliens, what are Aliens, they? Starship Troopers, The Thing. Yeah. I haven't seen movies. any of those films. Maybe we need to do a sci-fi film. How have you, how are you doing, how, how, how have you watched The Tomorrow War before you've seen Aliens, The Thing? <laughs> I haven't Starship even Troopers. seen Aliens, I know. I love that. <laughs> oh, mate. I found that interesting, but yeah. Yeah, I the, the creature seen... design was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I, I I did enjoy it, and I I enjoyed how it sort of fired the spikes out as well. Mm. Um, and it's also they kind of showed behind the scenes on how they shot. So sometimes they have like a pers- a human in in one of those you know VFX suits. Yeah, don't think that's the proper suits. term for it. Yeah, and then sometimes they actually had like they built kind of like at least a head of this creature, and then someone's in front just like moving it towards them. So like yeah. when they're stabbing the creature, I found that stuff really cool. And I think they try to do all the actors try to get them to do as much stunt work as they can themselves, rather than getting stunt actual stuntsmen and women yeah. uh, to do the stunts for them. And then anything that they thought that they couldn't do, they just practiced 
they just focused on that and got them to practice a lot more well that's 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 what i mean like it, for for me this movie it's a fun experience the set pieces were well done mm. and the creature design was good and it had a good score it just it ticks a lot of boxes for me and i can watch it and, and be like this movie is on many levels a terrible movie um mm. but i enjoyed it and that's all i wanted from it like i i had a bit of a, a novel experience for me where like a film just drops i know nothing about i've never heard of it and mm-hmm. it just dropped on amazon i was like how did i not know, know about this and i got home one yeah. friday night i had my kentucky fried chicken <laughs> i had me some some tomorrow war and i had two and a half hours of fried chicken and space alien shooting shooting time it was great and i was curious to see how it would hold up for me i wasn't sure like i thought maybe it was more about the mood when i first saw it but Mm -hmm. i rewatched it and i had just as much fun um the second time around i thought it was great what's your score Uh, yes it's ridiculous but it's a lot of fun and it's self-aware jk simmons said it in the movie he literally says the words don't overthink it and I have to agree with that. It makes no sense. It's bloated. And I loved it. And it's an eight, eight out of 10 for me. Oh, wow. Go on. Go on. Piss on my strawberries. <laughs> oh, you're going to hate me. I'm going to give this a five out of 10. No? No? It's not. Okay. Yeah. It's, okay. uh, yeah. Maybe I need to give it another watch and properly sit down. Well, it's a lot but, to commit to if you are, mm, but um, yeah, I, know. I, I, I think five. I think five out of ten is a, is a fair score, mate. I was I was close to giving it a ten, but I thought because oh, I enjoyed that's it a, a bit lot. Bad. But like when you think about it, <laughs> all right, Elder. I can't give. I can't give. <laughs> yeah, right. I can't that give the tomorrow war a ten. Yeah, yeah, that would be Albert. <laughs> I keep telling him to watch this movie, and I don't think he has. He'd love it. Ah. Uh... Yeah, I think he would enjoy this, maybe. He would. He'd, it'd be the best film ever made. Okay, so we're done. Amazon versus Netflix theme is done. And as that was my, my choice, uh, the next theme is back to you, mate. You've got to choose a theme for the next episode. Yeah. Uh, so what are you going for? Dan's favourite topic in the whole, favourite genre in the whole wide world, it's romance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to choose romance films that you know Dan would enjoy. It's not we're not putting Pride and Prejudice on the on the choices. It's going to be. I'm certainly not putting Pride and Prejudice on the choices. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. I hope not. No, um, no, no. I think uh, so. That my choices for that you'll hear next week, they would be something that you know. It's not too cheesy and lovey-dovey, okay. I think. Okay. Maybe it is. Okay. Well, that's certainly the direction that I've gone in. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll discuss it in the next episode. Yeah. Moving on to section three. Section three, this week, is your section because you lost the poll and you had to watch Captain it's America 1990. My, it's usually my section most of the time, it feels like these No, days. it's not. It's about 50-50. In fact, I've got the scores right here. I love that this is the first, when I type in Captain America, it's the first one that comes up. Oh my God, there's such a big synopsis on this thing. Well, don't read it all. You don't have to read the synopsis. Well, this is probably the whole plot of the film. So maybe I just need to read that. And then I don't have to say anything else about this film. 
Oh, come on. I can I can even talk you through the plot. Right. I know what it's about. And I've seen half an hour of the start and the rest of it in clips. Oh, Captain America probably... gets strapped to a Nazi rocket <laughs> and frozen in the ice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next. Captain America. It came out in 1990, uh, directed by Albert Pun. The tagline is, frozen in the ice for decades, Captain America is free to battle against arch-criminal the Red Skull. And the synopsis is, during World War II, brave uh, patriotic American soldier undergoes experience to become the new super soldier, Captain America, racing to Germany to sabotage the rockets of the Nazis' battle. Captain America winds up frozen until 19, the 1990s. He reawakes to find that the Red Skull has changed identity and, and is now planning to kidnap them the president of the United States. There's one word that I give this film and it's a re- probably a real strange word to give it. I thought it was very vanilla. I was very mm. bored by it and it was yeah. it just chopped and chained very quickly throughout the whole film and I didn't I didn't enjoy it. So at the start it goes to the Red Skull's house. He's a he's a young boy and you know in Italy and just having some family time and they, his whole family is killed. He gets the super serum and then Captain America gets the serum to hopefully, and originally it wasn't only supposed to be him, it was going to be a a plethora of Captain Americas, but the, the scientist that created this super serum gets shot. I don't know, there was like some romantic stuff at the start that, surprisingly bored the absolute crap out of me i didn't really enjoy this film which is part of stitch up right that's the whole point of (laughs) that's the whole point i was gonna do the commentary thing like i did that you did last uh fortnight uh which i really enjoyed listening to but i thought it would be a lot of me just saying nothing because there was nothing to say about this film Mm. is so you're a Marvel, some I would say a Marvel fanatic in a way. I wouldn't say that. No, but you you know more than what I do. Yeah, but fucking my neighbor's cat knows more about Marvel than you do. <laughs> like, what's the more recent uh, Captain Americas? Is that kind of the same setup that they have where he gets this serum come? gets put in his body and now he's yeah. like a superhero and he's yeah that's that's really the only sort of captain america uh storyline is that he gets super soldier serumed during the war um because it was the first ever live action appearance of captain america was in the 40s it was actually i think in 1944 yeah. and it was yeah. um a, like a serial that they played i believe in theaters uh, and, and like if you you can go on YouTube and watch it and it's like two hours and 45 minutes long I wouldn't recommend it um <laughs> but it's 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 got a very interesting backstory and in it was kind of propaganda for the war as well okay. during the, back in the day um mm-hmm. and then it was just Captain America was this ridiculous comic book character f- f- for years like cheesy patriotic character for years mm-hmm. And then sort of the MCU turned it round and now he's the shit now. Mm. But since the Winter Soldier, you mentioned the Winter Soldier earlier. Have you watched the Winter Soldier? Yeah, I haven't. 
I think Winter Soldier we is, is, a, is a quality action film. It's, it's a really, really okay. good action film. Is that the most recent Captain America? No. The most recent Captain America movie is Captain America Civil War, but the most right. the most recent Captain America content is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was the Disney mm-hmm. Plus show. We, I said this earlier about you having watched The Tomorrow War before you've seen Aliens or Independence Day or a thing. <laughs> action movies that, that The Tomorrow War ripped off. And similarly with Captain America, like you've watched Captain America in 1990 before you've seen Captain America the Winter Soldier. Like this is not yeah. a good representation of superhero movies. No. But that is, as you like, said, the point of Stitch Up. Yeah. It was it was pretty bland. Um, yeah. Yeah. I felt that. I, I watched the first 30 minutes and it was so fucking dull. I think I turned it off when he just like woke up in the future and ran out of the tent and there's a photographer like taking photos of him and he's just run out and he's, <laughs> and he's in a fireproof yeah. blue blue costume like, which i don't know if that paid big... off he said that the suit was fireproof but did he ever get set on fire oh i can't remember <laughs> oh did you watch this sure. movie i, I don't believe you i think you need no. to forfeit the next one <laughs> no it was like so at the start yeah he's about to be this science experiment and the the scene before he's about to leave it was like 15 i feel like it was like 15 or 20 minutes with his family saying goodbye mm. and his love i don't know I don't, her name's not betty it starts with b though and then when he comes back in the future you know she's all aged and obviously prosthetics in those days were not as great quality compared to how they are today so i can't say anything bad about um, special effects because that's that's kind of what they had back in the day but you could just tell it's a it's a younger female under all of this prosthetics and they just put a gray wig on her mm-hmm. but yeah that chemistry between those two and that storyline just was a bit like meh oh, i don't really care for it it got it got yeah. kind of exciting maybe in the last 15 minutes where all the action was happening so what rating are you going to give this movie it's not the worst stitch up I've seen. It sounds like it was the most dull. It was very dull. I'll give it a one. Yeah. It's not it's not great. I wouldn't recommend watching it at all. Good. I'm glad that you hated it. Um yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to the poll results then. We've got to find out who yes. lost the poll. You put the poll on. I chose for you Cool Cat Saves the Kids and you chose for me the hidden hand, alien contact, and the government cover up, as I said it correctly for the first time ever (laughs) did you put the poll on i did put the poll on and how did it how did the poll go over the 24 hours it went quite well i think there was a total of nine votes oh okay so it's an odd number so there's an outright winner it was three votes to one person and six votes to the other person. Okay. And uh, Dan has to watch the Stitch Up film. Which is uh, The Hidden Hand. Uh, as I yeah. was saying to you a couple of weeks ago, probably a movie that I would have watched anyway at some point. So, uh, okay. Question is... And you can, if you can't it? find it, then the cool, the cool Cats looks pretty good for you to watch then. <laughs> um, listen, I'll find it. If I've got to pay for it, I'm watching it. Okay, so as I'll be watching The Hidden Hand, Alien Contact, and the government cover-up in episode 92, um, you've got to pick a film to replace it for the next poll. Yeah. What are you going for? I think I've got an idea of what I... And you're going to hate me for it. Yeah, uh, yes. 
because I really enjoyed the commentary on Harry and Meghan. I just want to no, hear don't your thoughts on Will no, and Kay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Will and Kate do what? It's just called Will and Kate. It's just called Will and Kate. Okay, so what? Let's see what the rating is between the two. Where is it available? Version of is it? Oh. Is it how long is it? Is it is it short enough? It's definitely short enough. It's eighty three minutes long. Uh. It's on Amazon Prime in the United Kingdom. Alrighty, so uh, for the next poll, then it's going to be Cool Cat Saves the Kids for You versus Will and Kate for me. Uh, you yeah. will put that poll on our Instagram page, which is at Twin Picks Pod on Instagram. Catch up with us on Twitter at Twin Picks Pod. Email show at twin, twinpixpod at gmail.com if you want to. What are your socials, mate? You can find me on Instagram at Chikanika or Nika Creative. Awesome. So thanks for listening and don't forget to tune in next week to our picks episode where we'll be picking romantic films. Goodbye. Bye.